Kiros Hato, and hello all. My name is Elliot, and I'm from New Zealand. It's such an honor for me to be able to bring to you the very first episode of the Link Online Learners Global Podcast. The idea behind this podcast is that Link Online Learners gives people such a unique insight into the experiences from people all around the world. We've connected with people from over 30 countries, so why not make a podcast where we're able to further explore some of those questions we may have about other countries a little bit more in depth. Each week, we will pick a country that one of the people in the group is from. This week, it's New Zealand. People who aren't from that country can come prepared with questions they want to ask and with facts that they may want to get fact-checked by the people from that country. On today's call, we were lucky enough to be joined by participants from around the world, including New Zealand, Australia, the United States, Belgium, and Italy. Before we jump into the episode, I just want to explain a few Kiwi terms that may confuse some listeners. So at one point in the podcast, the term bush is used, This is used in the context of a forest. In New Zealand, any forest is referred to as a bush rather than a forest. Leading on from that, uh, the term Waitax was used. Waitax is short for Waitakere, which is a forest or a bush uh, just outside of Auckland, New Zealand. I and everyone else at Link Online Learners is so excited to bring this podcast to you, and we really hope you enjoy it, along with any future episodes we record. Without further ado, let's jump into the podcast. Hey guys. Uh, welcome to the discussion. Uh, today we're going to be discussing about New Zealand. So does anyone have any questions or comments to start off this discussion? Um, is it true or does it seem like there are more sheep than people in New Zealand? I think that's very much true. Um, I went to the South Island last year and there were just so, so many sheep. Um, so yeah, crazy amount of sheep um, compared to people here. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely statistically true, but I think it, it's not like the place is overrun with sheep. And Olivia and I live in Auckland, which is like quite a big city. Um, so it, it's like, it doesn't feel like the country's overrun by sheep or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good question though. Thanks. So one of the facts I heard was that New Zealand is one of the only three countries to have two official national anthems. Is that true? Or? Well, our national anthem, it's sort of split into two parts. The first part is in Te Reo Māori, which is our indigenous language. And then the second part is in English. But we sing it as one anthem and it's in like the same tune. Um, I didn't realize it was considered two separate ones, but perhaps... Perhaps it is. What do, you, what do you think about that, Olivia? Yeah, I think, um, like I know when my parents were growing up, it was only the English version. Like my parents don't even know the Te Reo version of it. Um, but obviously bring, being raised in a New Zealand school and everything, we'd have to sing it like on the weekly. So um, yeah, I think, I think probably that is true. Um, but yeah, I think they've mashed it kind of together. Um, so yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a really fascinating fact. And actually, the, the Te Reo Māori version, I think it was only sort of like the 90s or early 2000s that that actually came in, very controversially as well, which it shouldn't be controversial, but it was. Um, but now yeah. it's, just, it's just normal, yeah. In America, we, had, we have an anthem, but it, um, it was called an anthem, but it wasn't officially an anthem till like 50 years ago. Oh wow! Um, strange. 
That's really mm. interesting. Mm. Um, is it true that a New Zealander was the first um, person to split an atom? Ah, uh, Ernest Rutherford. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I think he was the first person to be involved in that experiment. He may have had help from other British scientists, I think, but uh, yeah, Ernest Rutherford, I think he might be on one of our bills, on one of our notes. Do you know? Lily? Really? Ernest Rutherford. Um, I think he I might be on our $100, $100 bills, I'm, I think. But yeah, I think he was the first to split an atom. He's quite, quite a renowned scientist. That was, yeah, I remember learning that in physics. But yeah. He's level very, two we, physics yeah, <laughs> level two physics. Yeah, um, yeah, but we've ha had quite a few New Zealanders who've, um, you know, been quite successful on the the world stage, which is quite exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really great, great question, and I think that is definitely true. Yeah, he's on the hundred dollar note. Yeah. Oh, whoa. that's cool. Nice one, Austin. Yeah. I'm really cool. wondering about Pavlova. Did Whoa. New Zealand invent the pavlova? You go, Olivia. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Did Australia steal it from us? Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, pavlova's great. Like, love that. We can share it. You know, it's fine. I don't know hate. Um, but yeah, I think it's from New Zealand. Do you know where it came from or what, for those who don't know what we're talking about as, as a pavlova do you know the history of it and, and describe what it is i honestly couldn't even tell you the history of it um all i know is my dad did a race down in the south island when i was like nine and there was a big pavlova festival and it was great you just <laughs> went and took a slice um but pavlova is like a like a type of cake um oh it, yeah, it's it's a basically a very light and sugary, fluffy dessert. And it's notoriously difficult to make. Um, but I, yes. I don't really know the history behind it. That's why I don't really feel that strongly that it's Kiwi or Australian. Because, you know, Kiwis say, oh, it's, it's a Kiwi thing. And then Australians are like, no, no, it's an Aussie thing. But I don't, I don't really have a strong opinion. Sure. <laughs> so there's a ballerina. Uh, well, there used to be a ballerina. Her name was Anna Pavlova. And so the dessert was created in her honour. And so it, the, the description of it being light and fluffy, it's egg white that's whipped with sugar and then baked. And so it's very light and fluffy. So if you imagine a tutu, there we go, Olivia's showing up onto the screen. So it's, it has a crust on the outside, but on the inside, it's soft and, and marshmallowy. So it is really hard to bake and it is a contentious, it's delicious. Um, but yeah, very contentious whether it's Australian or New Zealander. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a great question good. though. I, I don't think I don't think we were able to really answer that question definitively, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. We agree to share. I think that's the key takeaway. Yeah. yeah no yeah. hard feeling, no. Exactly, and it, it's so delicious. It would be wrong for one country to claim it as their own. It's everyone. Everybody should be able to try it. <laughs> Absolutely agree with you. <laughs> like pizza. Like pizza. <laughs> exactly like pizza. Yeah. Silly yeah. can't claim pizza. We all love pizza. <laughs> That's right. Like, it's like exactly like pizza. People say like, "What's your favorite American food?" I like pizza. I'm from Italy. <laughs> <laughs>
What's the relationship you have with the Australians? Like, you know, with the Irish people and the UK people are not very friendly, but how do you live this neighborhood? Excellent question. You go. Do you want to take this one, Olivia? Yeah, I can start. So, so. First of all, a common misconception is that New Zealand is a part of Australia. I can confirm we are not. Um, <laughs> we live about, you know, a couple of hour plane ride away from Australia. So um, just to confirm, we are our own country. Um, but yeah, I think kind of the relationship that we have with Australia, um, you know, there's a bit of a feud there um you know it's always the aussies versus the kiwis um especially in like rugby and everything um but you know what i think at the end of the day we will you know we we, we also like team up when it's needed so like i think for the australian bushfires you know um we we tried to help out to an extent there and like um also like in in the war we've teamed up as well like we have um, Anzac Day, which is um, Australia-New Zealand Army Corps, I think. Army Corps, yeah. Mm, yep. um, so yeah, I think I think there's a feud, but we we find a way if we need to team up. Is that kind of what you're thinking, Elliot? Yeah, and to be really clear, like the feud, it's like very sort of um, jovial and friendly. Like it's sort of like siblings, right? You know, we have that sort of sibling rivalry, but we still love each other at the end of the day. I think that's that's how I see it at least, and we're very economically close. You know, we have we depend on each other's for like tourism and exports and that sort of thing. So, yeah, great question though. Very cool. Yeah. I didn't expect that. Mm. I, I was thinking exactly the same, Elliot, about it being like a family because yeah. it is such a close relationship. And one of the things that I learned moving to Canada was that Canada and the US has a very similar feeling relationship of being the bigger or the smaller country so australia the bigger country in the in the relationship with new zealand and canada being the smaller country uh in the relationship with the us so it's um definitely something i've found interesting feeling same same but different um and how that, that and you're right um aurora that i think there are other countries around the world where there's that uh, rivalry, but also closeness. Um, and the example you use with, with some of the, the, the British examples of Ireland and the UK, I think yeah. that's really, really similar. Yeah. Is it, is it true that like all of like, in Russia's pollution gets like, um, from the wind, it all goes down to like New Zealand and Australia? Um, I, I don't know. I, I, so, I don't think so because New Zealand has like quite, quite, um, quite a clean environment. I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't know the science behind it. So possibly true, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, what I do know about wind is that earlier in the year when there was the Australian bushfires, um, which were kind of near, like, you know, Sydney even creeping towards Melbourne. Um, Elliot will probably very clearly remember this day, but um, our skies turned, it was like the middle of the day, our skies turned orange. 
Um, there, wasn't, there wasn't any, obviously, fires in New Zealand, but the sky literally turned orange, and that was from the wind blowing all the ash and... That is crazy. ...the of the fires. It was, it was really, really crazy, yeah. <laughs> it's very weird. And the, the snow on our Alps went pink, like pinky, brownie, orange as well. So it was a weird day, just <laughs> obviously not as bad as Australia had it, but... I don't know if you can see this photo. Uh, I think the colours don't really come through, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh. But that happens, that happens with the, um, just the wind blowing the sand as well, the red sand. Like, I heard that about the glaciers. Well, that's what I think I heard about the glaciers, right. that sometimes that at Fox and Franz Joseph glaciers, that sometimes there's... A, a pinkness to it because of the the sand that comes from Australia as it blows. Right. I don't know if we can fact check that. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're possibly <laughs> right there. So I know a lot of people don't um, quite know why you guys call yourselves Kiwis. Mm. That's a really nice. good point. Yeah. Well, I guess the short answer is that um, our national bird is called a kiwi. It's this very adorable, quite fat, uh, flightless bird. And, um, you should search a picture of it. It's K I W I. Um, Olivia, yeah, do you have yeah, anything to add to that? Um, I think. Well, they they're nocturnal, aren't they? Yes, they yeah. are. They so, are. Um, yeah, they're nocturnal, so they're kind of like owls. Um, but you know, they're native to New Zealand. Um, like honestly, kiwis are like, I think to an extent, quite endangered because I haven't. You know, you'd probably never see one in the wild. Yeah, um, but but yeah, the only place you kind of I've ever seen a kiwi is Auckland Zoo. So uh, yeah, there's a, like a section there where they have a nocturnal section. You can go and see them. But yeah, they're pretty. That's why we called the kiwis. <laughs> they look like little coconuts. They do look like yeah. coconuts, don't they? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're funny little things. Yeah. Wait, so they can't fly? Do they, they just don't have wings? Oh. Well, they have like really tiny wings that they're sort yeah. of able to not be able to use. Um, they just kind of walk on the forest floor. Yeah. And, like, they're like it's, Yeah, it's, they're, but they're really cute. <laughs> yeah. That's a really great question though, Zoe. Thank you for asking that. I hope that clears up why we're called kiwis. Um, just after a really cute New Zealand bird. <laughs> Yes. And what about the wild animals like uh, spiders, snakes? Is it true this myth, or maybe yeah, it's just a myth? Well, actually, New Zealand is one of only two countries in the world that doesn't have any snakes in the wild. No snakes whatsoever. Uh, I think the other one is Ireland. So yeah, no snakes. And then we have like hardly any poisonous spiders. I think we only have like one or two poisonous spiders. To be honest, yeah. so pretty That's safe great. in terms of animals, yeah. Well, yeah, because everybody says that in New Zealand and Australia, yeah, there are a lot of you know, like uh, poisonous spiders, snakes, yeah. Things. That's just well, Australia, is, <laughs> I think. Like in Australia, my cousin lives in Queensland. She's got like a python. Like that's her like pet. Um, which really? Is, really? Oh. Yeah, which is so weird to me. Um, but yeah, we have really no dangerous animals. Like I live right by a bush. Um, and 
the yeah you really there's nothing really out there to get you no bears no you know wild big cats or anything um just the probably wild pigs is as far as we could go with dangerous things um and sharks but other than that we're pretty <laughs> Yeah. Other than sharks, you see Aurora, other than sharks, it's very <laughs> that, that, That's a myth busted there, I think, very much so. Yeah, I didn't realise yeah. that was a myth people had, actually. So that's very interesting. Yeah, but yeah. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. That's super surprising that you've no snakes. That's super surprising that you've no snakes. Yeah. It's weird. Do you know anything about that uh, New Zealander was the first one to hike um, Mount Everest? Yes. Um, Edmund Hillary. Edmund Hillary, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> He's on our $5 notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he's pretty well respected here, you know. Um, like, New Zealand obviously doesn't have too many, like, internationally known celebrities, but I think, safe to say, Edmund Hillary is one of those. Um, yeah, there's, like, quite a few, like, tracks and stuff in the Y-Tax, like, um, named after him and things, but, yeah, he's definitely, I think, well-respected here. Um, pretty incredible, I think. Is rugby like one of the biggest sports there? A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah, I heard her. Like, so I'm personally not a huge rugby fan. Uh, like, how do you play it? I think, Olivia, you're probably know. best answer that. You're the sporty one. <laughs> okay, well, not that I really watch. Like, I know this is like culturally like disgraceful to my country. Not that I actually <laughs> watch rugby like a lot. Like, I do apologize. Um, so our team's called the All Blacks, like our national team. Um, they have won, well, not the last one, unfortunately, um, but they're quite, quite the team. Um, and in terms of rugby, um, couldn't really tell you what the positions are, um, but you kind of just, Jerry can probably help me out. You probably yeah. know a bit about rugby, but they just kind of, yeah. and then pass it and then tackle and then yeah it's sort of like <laughs> american like football. football but different yeah that's yeah, yeah. yeah. it is sort yeah. of like but they don't wear suits and the face things it's just yeah, kind of like has so many pads football. and like yeah. <laughs> so that's the biggest difference between rugby and american rules football is the lack of padding and the lack of uh protective <laughs> obvious protective gear that the american footballers wear compared to rugby or australian rules footballers uh, that's probably the biggest difference but in terms of it being a ball game where people throw and there's very little kicking though like so it's 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 similar in that way to gridiron and that there's not a lot of kicking so but it is a different sport and there are two types of rugby there's rugby union and rugby league i cannot tell you the difference between the two i i too am not actually that interested in rugby <laughs> also a national disgrace <laughs> but yeah that's that's does that help hannah yeah that helps <laughs> it's it's yeah. a massive thing honestly yeah. like 
you know, when the rugby, when we made the Rugby World Cup final, I think last year, you know, it's, it's re- I think it's really much a family sport as well. You know, you'll get families over and have a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, it's really massive here. Um, yep. This might seem really vague, but um, do you guys have like a king or do you guys have a president? So That's a great question. Our head of state is Queen Elizabeth II, who's the Queen of England. However, she doesn't really have much of an influence in New Zealand politics. So our prime minister is Jacinda Ardern. Um, so she, we don't have a president um, or, or anything like that. We have the prime minister. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so Jacinda's been really good during this time. She's, um, she's. I think. Tell me if I'm wrong, Elliot. Elliot's really good at politics, but she was the first person to have a child whilst. I think she was. was. Yeah. Parliament. Yes, yeah. she did do that. Yeah. So yeah, she's yeah. she's broken some some records for sure. Yeah, she's great. She is great. There's this giant myth about that, like, Queen Elizabeth, like, has lived for, like, a really, really long time. She is pretty old. She's in her 90s, I think. <laughs> but, like, whenever they come... Uh, I thought that she was, like, extremely, extremely... It was just... I don't know why, but, like, there's, like, these memes, and... They just say that she's like, like you're gonna die, Elizabeth. Be like, oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> oh, we have sixty yeah. seconds, so I think Zoe, you had something to say quickly. Um, back to the rub- rugby topic, kind of. You, I heard New Zealand won the first rugby cup. Did we win the first one, Olivia? I don't. Rugby fans, I probably couldn't tell you, but. But, like, I would not be surprised. We also do a haka at the start. I don't know if you... It's like our cultural, like, dance thing. They, like, scream and, like, slap themselves. So, um... That's a really lovely um, description of it, Olivia. <laughs> <I know>. um, <laughs> yeah. You should, you should watch a haka on, on YouTube, though. Yeah. They're very, very cool to watch. Yeah. Particularly um, the ones at the, the beginning of the All Blacks. Like, they are fierce. Yeah. Certainly, yeah, yeah makes their claim of who is New Zealand for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Unfortunately, we were cut off short by the main room bringing us back into the main session. However, I'd like to formally thank you so much for listening to this podcast and apologize for the audio quality of Zoom. Unfortunately, there's not much we can do about it, but we'll try to improve it going forward. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And in the wise words of Alex. Well, that was a cool session. 